0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Uncommon Sense. I'm your host, Greg Lane, and I want to make this episode a little bit shorter than usual. I want to talk about something that actually crossed my mind while I was at work last night. And it was something that I thought about while I was watching a trailer for a kind of a remake of an old kid's show that I knew of when I was growing up. Now, the show had a premise around magic. And the premise of that magic was that the more intense the emotion you feel, the more powerful the magic is. And this kind of reminded me of something that I studied when I was in high school. I studied experimental theater, you know, as an elective. And one of the figures that I studied was a man by the name of Jerzy Grotowski. Now, Grotowski was a very influential theater moniker. He actually taught a class at the NYU Experimental Theater, which, aside from Juilliard, is one of the most prestigious programs that you can get into in the country as a classically trained actor. Now, Grotowski had a bunch of quotes, but the premise of his method was that he did not want his actors to mimic emotions and mannerisms. He wanted them to embody them. He once was quoted by saying that the true purpose of art was not to portray, but to evoke. And I got to thinking about that. Now, the purest emotion that most of us can probably resonate with is the emotion of anger and rage. And that can be associated with an event, it can be associated with a memory, or it can even be associated with a person. And I got to thinking about it, and I came to realize something, well, actually, (laughs) recognize or remembered something that I had to do quite a long time ago. I don't want to disclose exactly what the memory or the person or whatever it was that I associated with anger, but maybe in a future podcast I may be comfortable enough to say it. But... The thing that I have known is that if you want to associate and identify certain emotions and certain feelings, you need to have closure on the subjects. Now, in my perspective, in order to get full closure on it, you need to examine all of it and you need to accept it. The biggest obstacle to accepting it, however, is the habit of asking what if? Now, I'm sure most of you can probably agree with me on that. Asking, what if I had done this? What if I had done that? What if it wasn't this way? What if the other person didn't do that? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? A bunch of Rubik's Cube possibilities for how things could have turned out differently. Now, here's the thing about that. If you're constantly asking what if about something, you haven't quite accepted that, What has happened, has happened, and what has happened is now a part of you. Now, I understand that accepting that something happened or someone was in your life and that thing is now a part of you is among the most difficult things to accept. It can be difficult to accept when you're dealing with childhood trauma. It can be difficult when you're dealing with a cataclysmic event like the death of a relative It could also be painful if you're dealing with a romantic partner that you felt was different than how they actually turned out to be. But whatever the case may be, what's most important about it is that you need to look at it and accept whether you did the best, whether you made mistakes, or whether the choices you made were the wrong ones and when you accept that, dependent on the situation, if you did the best you could, try to do better next time. If you made mistakes, take the lessons learned from those mistakes to heart. And if you made the wrong choices, promise that you will never make those choices again consciously, and that if it ever comes up again, you will take further measures to identify, realize, And confront and otherwise deal with those behavior patterns that lead you to do those things. Now I have to be honest this was not an easy process for me personally. The process started for me probably around the time I was 19 or 20 years old and even now almost seven years later it's still difficult for me to fully comprehend it. It's still difficult for me to reconcile certain aspects of the past that i can't change and also the past that was totally my decision nothing is ever fully in our control nor is anything fully up to everyone else we are never voiceless in regards to what our lives are like however our voice is not always the dominant influence in the path that we take. So I want to end this by giving advice that I can give in terms of how I was able to get closure on certain things and how it could be applied to your lives. So in order for me to get closure on things, I had to be able to to examine it thoroughly I had to examine the context in which it happened I had to examine that there were certain things that I did my best on and certain things that I actually didn't try on and I also have to accept that certain things do not have to define the rest of my life maybe it was a part of what made me who I am but it's not the title of my story it's just a part of the chapters just a part of the glossary so sometimes it can feel like compartmentalization however you don't have to separate them from your life you just have to give them the respect the credit and also the treatment that they all deserve it's much similar to triaging in an emergency room. Identify who needs your help first. And don't ignore the ones that can wait, but have the purpose and the intention of dealing with the big things first. But of course, don't stop. As a matter of fact, never stop until everything is done. Now, this can seem like a never-ending job, but in terms of your mental, emotional health, the never-ending job, if it means keeping you stable, sane, and otherwise optimistic, I'd say it's well worth it. That's all I have to say about the subject. I hope this was thought-provoking and perhaps even helpful. I will be back very soon. I want to try to get this uh, podcast a bit more... Regulars, because I want you guys to tune in and uh, I want to start using this partially to air out my thoughts and partially to provoke conversation. So this has been Uncommon Sense. I'm Greg Lane. Never stop asking questions and you all take care and have a lovely day.